Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hi, this is FPL Harry from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You're listening to my weekly podcast on the hot topic of the week. If you'd like to check out the video, I post it every Thursday over on YouTube. Just search Fantasy Football Scout on YouTube. Thanks for listening. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another video with me, FPL Harry, here on fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. And today, again, it is wildcard time. But unlike my usual videos, I'm not bringing you one wildcard, and I'm actually not bringing you only two wildcards. I have got four different wildcard drafts to bring you and to talk you through today. They're all slightly different, slightly different structures, depending on whether you still trust Liverpool, depending on whether you want to go big up top, depending if you think big at the back or if you want three premiums in your team. I've got a wildcard that has got you covered. Now, anyone who watches my own channel or follows me on Twitter, you will know that my wildcard is active as well. All of these are drafts that I've looked at myself and I've put a lot of thought over the past couple of days into wildcard drafts because I'm playing it myself so hopefully I'm in a good position to talk you through a few different drafts today hopefully if you're on wildcard there is one of these you can go with going into game week nine and even if you're not on wildcard hopefully some players that we're going to discuss today that you can think about bringing in with some of your transfers because there are some players I'm really excited to have in my team going forward in one of these at the end of the video I'll tell you which of these drafts I am going with in my current team so Diving straight in, we're going to start with the big up top draft. Now, this is a draft structure that is very popular after game week nine, given how Harry Kane and Tottenham look like they are going to perform over the coming week. So that is why we've got Harry Kane up front here, along with Haaland. And then the cheap option I've gone with is Mitrovic. This Mitrovic slot could be either Isaac. It could also be Ivan Tony. There are a few options that you could go with, but I've gone with Mitrovic just because I still think, despite that blank, in game week eight, the Fulham like they're going to score goals. And I think Mitrovic will 
will be involved as well. There's no debate for me that Haaland should be in your wildcard team, whatever structure you're going to go with. Don't look at that game week 12 blank and think you can get away with selling him between now and then. Those three game weeks between now and then, they play Manchester United at home. Then they play Southampton at home before going away to Liverpool. I think he can score four or five goals in those games, particularly that Southampton game. I wouldn't want to go without him. So the other one, of course, we've got up top is Harry Kane. I really like him. He looks like he's finding his form. He's performed really well this season and actually gone under the radar a little bit, partly because of what people have been thinking of Son's performances. However, if Son is going to be performing like he did in game week eight going forward, we're going to want a piece of that Tottenham attack if they're going to be consistent again, just like they were last season. Now, if we look at the rest of the team, in goal, I've gone with Pope. For me, there are two goalkeepers that I would consider, Pope and Gaeta, and it basically depends on how much money you have. The Newcastle and Crystal Palace fixtures are both really nice, so I would just be picking one of those in my team. I've gone with Newcastle, I've gone with Pope, just because I think he is slightly better. He's slightly better for bonus points and save points over Gaeta. I think he's worth the extra bit of money if you do have it spare. Then we've gone with Danny Ward. Now, I don't think any of us want to be playing a Leicester goalkeeper at the moment, given how they're performing, but it's better than having a goalkeeper who's not going to play at all. I think there's a good chance that Iverson gets a game in the starting 11 at some point, but at the moment, it's Ward who's starting, so he is my backup. Moving into defence, the first one we've got, who's in all of the drafts that I will show you, is Jao Cancelo. Some of you might think that you can get away with going Carl Walker. Looks like he's back from injury going into game week nine as well. However, Cancelo got maximum bonus points in game week eight, despite not being involved in any of the three goals. So no goal or no assists in three goals in a 3-0 win, and he gets maximum bonus points, which just shows how much of an absolute monster he is in terms of FPL. I don't need his attacking returns, and if he gets me nine points every time they keep a clean sheet. So he is definitely in here. Now, next to him, we have Reese James, 6 million. Now, we saw with the first Potter-Chelsea game that it looks like Reese James and Raheem Sterling are wing-backs, although we're not going to be wing-backs. They're going to be playing so far forward, practically wingers on either side, which is usual for Sterling, but not always the case for Reese James. So at 6 million, I think he's a great option, and their fixtures between now and the World Cup look really, really nice. Now, next to him, we have got Trippier. Now, this draft then does have double Newcastle defence, and I know some of you may be put off going with double defence, so you might want to go Gaeta in goal as I mentioned however Trippier his attacking threat from open play and from set pieces as well we saw it in game week eight where he picked up an assist despite not getting that clean sheet as well so his route to points are really good he's only going up in value now he is getting a little bit more expensive than you had to pay for him at the start of the season but I do like him and his fixture runs now and then next to him, we have two cheap options. And Patterson is the cheap option I've gone with here. Everton have kept two clean sheets in two games against Liverpool and West Ham. Now, I don't necessarily think he's a great option going forward that you can play every week. That's not what I'm suggesting. But he can sit on your bench. Again, on game week 12, where you're going to have to bench your Manchester City assets and your Arsenal assets that we've got in this team. Patterson come in and play for one week. If not, he's going to be second or third on your bench as well. And then we've gone Gahey. So I've spoken actually about Gaeta. I quite like that Crystal Palace defence so I've gone with Gahey in here at 4.4 million could just sit on your bench they have some nice fixtures coming up hence the reason a lot of us are going to buy Wilfred Zaha as well and then into midfield the one we start with is Luis Diaz so it could be Foden in here if you do potentially want to go and get that triple Manchester City but I chose him because I do want to cover Liverpool a bit given the fixture that they do have in game week nine at home to Brighton he's around that price there are a few others you could go with if you like Kulisevsky if you want to go to Foden if you want to go and get Diaz in here they can all be in here as well
Now, next to him, we have James Madison. Now, he's been scoring points even when Leicester are not performing well. If Leicester decide to sack their manager, then even better. But even if they don't and Roger stays in charge, their fixture run from this week until the World Cup is absolutely amazing. And I think Madison will continue to score goals and continue to get assists even if Leicester don't perform. And then moving down slightly in price, we have Wilfred Zaha. So although he plays Chelsea at home this week, but given Chelsea's performances defensively, I don't think you should be put off playing him this week. I plan on having Zaha in my wildcard and probably playing him this week. And I'm a Chelsea fan as well. And I own Reese James, but I still think I'm going to own Zaha. That fixture run is great. He's had a lot of time off to rest and recover from a slight knock he had earlier in the season. So I think he'll be back ready, raring to go. And that fixture run is really good. I think Palace will hit the ground running after the break. And then we've gone with Martinelli. He's the only Arsenal player we've got in here. And yes, they are top of the league. And yes, maybe I should have more of them in here. But I didn't have space in my team to go and get Jesus. And I didn't want one of their defenders, even though they've been performing quite well recently, given the fixtures they have coming up. But I did want a bit of cover. So Martinelli is in here. He is rising in price, but a lot of us now have a lot of value tied up in him. So I would be keeping him. And then finally, we've got Pereira as the final option in this team. The best 4.5, 4.6, 4.7 option. Although he's not on set pieces, it looks like with Willian in that Fulham team now I still think he's a nice option and would be in my wildcard as well so that is draft number one let's move on to number two and let's see how it potentially changes Next up is the optimal draft and it's optimal because it's one quite similar to my draft. There are only two changes to the previous team so I won't talk about the others. Effectively what we've done is we've not gone for that premium forward in Harry Kane and we've moved that premium into midfield in the shape of Kevin De Bruyne and we've got Ivan Tony up front. Ivan Tony looks really good. He plays Bournemouth in game week nine as well and Kevin De Bruyne has looked really really good so far this season so happy that he's in there. I brought him into my team going into game week eight and I think he'll continue to do well given those Manchester City fixtures. The reason I think this is optimal is because if the likes of Son continues to does do well or you want to go back to Salah, it's much easier to do that if you have that premium midfielder option in your team and you don't have to keep moving money around from your forward line into your midfield and make lots of transfers. You can simply go from Kevin De Bruyne to Mo Salah and help your squad structure a little bit more compared to if you have two forwards up front that are both premium. So pretty similar team, but depends if you want that second premium in Harry Kane, who's a good captain's option for game week 11 as well, or you want that bit of extra flexibility if you do want to go and get another premium midfielder in. Now, talking of premium midfielders, this is draft number three, and this is the I Trust Liverpool draft. A lot of the wild cards being thrown around now are completely without Liverpool, as per the two that I've shown you so far, only having Luis Diaz in there. Now, this one is, if you think I'm completely crazy going without Liverpool, there are a couple of changes in here that maybe get you some Liverpool assets. So, we've had to go with Gaeta in goal because it does free up a little bit of money that you can then invest elsewhere. And instead of Gahey in defence, I've had to go with Nicky Williams. Again, it just frees up a little bit of money that you can then spend getting a couple of Liverpool assets and they are Trent Alexander-Arnold and Mo Salah. Reese James has left this draft and it has gone to Trent and then Kevin De Bruyne has been upgraded to Mo Salah as well. So if you think Liverpool are going to do well, they do have an okay couple of fixtures, Brighton this week and then Arsenal before Manchester City and then from game week 12, we're going to want Liverpool assets where they play West Ham at home and it gets good after that as well. So if you want to just buy them in for your game week 9 wildcard, then this is a draft that you could definitely look at and they're actually quite big different now going into game week nine. And then the final one we have is the three medium draft. So if you can't decide between Haaland, 
De Bruyne, Kane, Salah, Son, and you want to just buy three of them, then this draft allows you to do it a little bit better. Now, we've had to go and we've got Kane back in here, so there's no Ivan Tony. We've had that premium midfielder, which is Salah. You could go for De Bruyne and it would free up a little bit more money that you could potentially go and invest elsewhere. But I tried to pick three premiums from different teams when building this. What we've had to do is downgrade Madison all the way down to Leon Bailey. Now, that's not great and you don't have to play Leon Bailey every week given how he performed in game week eight. I don't see him starting for Aston Villa that much. But what you have to do is play one of Leon Bailey, Pereira, Patterson or Neko Williams in your starting lineup every single game week. The rest of the 11 is pretty self-explanatory. You've got Reese James in here again over Trent, who was in the previous draft. So it seems fairly all right. It's a 3-4-3 if you play Bailey every week or Pereira. If not, maybe it's a 4-3-3 in there as well. Again, we've had to cut a few corners. Gehi's not in here like the first couple of drafts. We've got Neko Williams. And then in goal, we've gone and got Gaeta instead of having Nick Pope. But you do still have Trippier. So you do still get to cover that Newcastle defense as well. So we've had four different wildcard drafts big up top the optimal the i trust liverpool and the premium draft if you're wildcarding or even if you're not let me know in the comment section down below which one you prefer i'm currently on the optimal draft or something very similar go and check out my own channel if you want to see my latest wildcard draft i've released a video recently on that one as well thank you all so much for watching if you haven't already smash that like button subscribe to the channel thank you all so much for watching and joining fancy football scout if you do like what you see around here the fancy football scout members area is a great place to go for even more useful tools to help boost your overall rank thank you all so much for watching enjoy the international break i'll be back again next week before the deadline with another video it might even be an update of my wildcard draft go and check my own channel out as well if you do enjoy fpl videos have a nice break and i'll be back again next week